hi guys so it's officially the month of love it's valentine's season i mean everywhere i turn on social media there are like valentine packages it sounds really exciting right i mean what are you guys planning for valentine's what do you plan on gifting your partner or partners mm -hmm. we know what you guys are doing we know but really i don't even think i have a plans for valentine's i do have a family function that very day but apart from that i'm probably going to spend the rest of the day at home just watching a movie or something i mean that's my default setting anyways whatever actually happens on valentine's i hope that you remember that you are loved and that you are amazing anyways guys you are still on the 20 podcast and my name is Velema. Well, on today's episode, I have um, someone who actually made a sacrifice to be here, a huge one at that. His name is Chide Bere. He works with Spessera Enterprise as a research analyst. Chide Bere, thank you for being here. You're welcome. Here. Thank you very much for having me too. Okay, so we are going to be talking a bit about um, the transition from the university to actually job hunting and that process that actually takes. First off, I want to ask, like, what was it like leaving the university? How did you feel? Did you have your life planned out? Okay. Um, actually, I don't think anyone has their life planned out before getting into the university. Even if you get into the university, having those plans, you would eventually meet a whole lot of uh, roadblocks along the way. So I would say I had a little plan of not going back home immediately after school. That was one of my major plans. So in order to actualize that, actualize that I tried as much as I can to start up a business while in school so that it will enable me not to go back home before uh, or after um, school. Okay, so this part about not going back home, did you actually, like, was it something you did? Yes, because towards my final year, I started uh, research and data analysis uh, work. Then... I was doing it as a single guy, only me. So I had a little bit of help from some of my colleagues, even those in higher classes, because I could analyze and use certain softwares at my year three level. So I could do some little analysis and get some pay at that time. Okay, so what you're doing right now is related to what you studied in school, right? Yes. It is very, very much related. I studied statistics as uh, my first degree, even in my M MSc. Okay. I'm also studying statistics as a stance. Do you also think like the NYC, that's the National Youth Service Corps, do you think that that period actually helps people to figure out what it is that they want to do beyond the university? Okay. The NYC was a very huge uh, it was very huge for me, very, very much, because I used that as uh, a building stage 
it was during the NYC, I kind of arranged myself properly, uh, learned a whole lot of softwares. So during the NYC, I started planning for opening my business as uh, more of a company setup. It was during the NYC, I was planning for all this. So that's one year was really huge for me within that one year i was serving and i was learning i learned a whole lot of stuff during the nyc period okay before the nyc i could only use one software okay two softwares for analyzing data that was uh, spss and uh, xpss and excel so during the nyc i learned there's one we call eviews I also learned one called Jamovi. I also learned another called Python okay. and R. So during the NYC period, I had learned a whole lot of stuff. I even tried to go into different fields, like in web development as well. So I learned uh, the basic front-end technology of web development, which involves HTML, CSS. Because that period, you wouldn't be doing too much. So you have time to learn anything you want to learn. And probably I use that to set myself up for something better. I mean, you started a business, right? So um, the job market was never something you wanted to get into, like the job hunting process. Okay. I wouldn't say that because it was really tough at the very beginning. Although I plan not to leave the school environment or plan not to go out, from the school environment after service or after um, the university days, it was very challenging because I still had to take some money from the house. What I did was trying to learn, trying to improve, trying to see ways where I can fix myself in. I just knew that um, nothing comes easy. That was my first uh, perception of life, nothing good comes easy there was even a day i have already packed my bag and said if nothing comes out this week from this work or more i'm leaving and i'm going back home because nobody chased me nobody chased me from my father's house you understand so to that point actually so immediately that week probably god heard me that that one was the turning point of everything I got one work during that week. And after that work, I tried. After that, I never wanted to stop getting a job from people. So I tried as much as I can mm-hmm. to like add other stuff to the business. So that even while data analysis and research doesn't come into play, something else can come. So we added training to it. You understand? And we added the private tutoring to it. So we had some jobs. We had other uh, avenues to get more money that uh, will enable you to stay grinded until jobs from different angles come into play. About the job market, I I won't tell you a lie. I searched for job. I searched. How was that? And I was very very depressed that period because it wasn't coming true. The the last piece of the jigsaw puzzle was when I was preparing for a job 
on a Friday, on a Friday, thinking it was a Saturday job interview. So I was at home preparing for UBA um, job interview. That's yes, a UBA, a bank. Even Access Bank sent me a mail that, okay, uh, I should come for interview that I've passed like three, four stages that they will call me. Still today, I'm talking to you. I didn't get that call. UBA, I searched. So you were willing to go into banking? Yes. Then the business was not yielding too much fruit. And everybody at home was like, what are you doing? Please leave business and start looking for job. You understand? Or you come back to the house, start to know that you're in the house and you'll be looking for job. So trying to push, push myself, push myself. I used to look for jobs very well. Like in the morning, I would send about 10 to 20 job uh, posts, emails, and the rest of them. I even became very well known. That anybody looking for the latest job should come and meet me. They use that to ridicule me, my friends. Like yes, like I now yeah. knew the recent jobs. I would even tell you which one will come out next week. It was it was really something. So immediately I got to that UBA um, interview time. So I was just trying to read through certain questions I got online from, was it Jagnet or certain? And I was also reading my... Um, what they call this job finding book, GMAT. Uh-huh. I was also reading it. Then I looked at the invitation mail again. So I printed it out and I was already ready to go to the listen. I just looked at the mail and I noticed it was Friday and not Saturday. So invariably, okay, so you yes, have been- I, have, I have already missed it while preparing at home for it. Oh, that was the last job uh, post I ever tried to engage in. Immediately that day, I just squeezed that paper. I carried my bag off to our office because I had a little small space uh, at a friend's office yeah. where I normally sit. That was my only space at that time. So I just carried my bag down there. I was really pissed. Like, I was extremely angry. So as I go back that night, I started thinking just to myself, you sure this job Job team, is, are you sure it's for you? You understand? Are you sure this job team is for you? Yeah. Why not you find something else? That was where I started thinking towards opening the business standard way. So, you got to... I mean, what has been like the most challenging moment for you? Because with the way the job market is in Nigeria, there's a constant pressure for you to I mean, the jobs are not coming to so open a business. But then I understand that the entrepreneurship life is not easy. So what has been that most challenging moment for you? The most challenging moment was always staying up and seeing ways where you can fine-tune your business to suit the customer needs at that moment. Because it's not always easy to to always have constant customers. You know, um, I schooled in Uniport, so I had a ground in Uniport. And uh, 
things mm-hmm. like data analysis comes in seasonal, probably the second semester, you understand? Second semester of the year, yeah. they'll come. So you will not probably have no job to do during the first semester of the year that you get now. So you have like three, four months, yeah. you don't have a job. So during that three, four months that you don't have a particular job at that moment. So what happens in between? Fine. That dry spell. That was where I was telling you we needed to add training and uh, tutor, private tutor to our company as at that time so that we can be able to cushion the effect or this, uh, close the gap within that four months that you wouldn't have a data analysis job. So it was more like you making plans for something uh, so that you don't get out of job. You said you study statistics, yes. right? Was it something you've always wanted to do? Or was it, you know, how the Nigerian okay. university system? I wouldn't, Let me just manage. I wouldn't tell you a lie. I will tell you the whole truth. Yeah. I went in for the pre-degree program, trying to study electrical engineering. So... In our house, we already had a statistician already. Now, yes, okay. my other brother studied statistics. His was pure statistics. Mine is mathematics and statistics. So I have like two degrees, one in mathematics and one in statistics. Now, so when we finished um, the normal pre-degree program, Engineering didn't come forward because my score was probably very low for the cutoff of engineering, but I still had something to go on. I was offered mathematics and statistics. Nobody wanted me to read mathematics and statistics. I only had to beg them and tell them that, okay, my next, yes, my next point of call will be to switch. You understand? That if they allow me, that I'm yeah. going to switch within my first two years of being in school. That was the only way I had to go into the scene. So uh, to be frank with you, I tried as much as I can to do that. They said I needed the 4.5 CGPA or thereabout. So that was my aim at that moment. The first semester year one, I got a good grade. I had four point uh, second semester, I was uh, I was not I didn't make up to four point any longer. I had three point seven five, so it just destabilized everything. But the engineering as a, a department, we are willing to take me. Just that our department didn't want to also release me at that point. They said uh, they can't lose some of their best students to engineering. Blah 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 blah. blah. Even that wow. year, I wrote jump. Uh, it didn't come forth. I tried photo because I didn't like in Potters at that time. I tried photo so many times. Mm-hmm. So it didn't come forth. My year two, I wrote jump. It didn't come forth. My year three, I wrote jump. Then I got electrical engineering. Wow. <laughs> it was a really tough call. Though. I was in my year three studying mathematics and statistics. When I got the electrical engineering, everybody wanted me to study. I looked around. 
but everybody not include you. So at that point, uh, I have, I have lost all, all motivation to even read engineering again because I was, I was already into statistics very well. Year three, you know what I mean. I was moving to final year. Okay, so was it because you had fallen in love with the course you you did, or it was a case of you couldn't go back? Okay, I actually couldn't go back. One thing I was looking at was age, and another, uh, going to the fact that so many people that have read engineering already uh, are still seeking for job. So it's not a guarantee that you look or a job as an engineer and you get it. But probably the motivating factor that wanted me to read engineering was because my dad was an engineer and none of his uh, children actually read engineering. Uh, my elder brother, none of them read engineering. So it was like, it was on you to read engineering, you know, so that you take up from where your dad left off you were carrying uh, the family's expectations. Yes. I have already, already worked in so many engineering setup. I've even worked in like two uh, gas turbines. And with my dad in um, Chansamadi area, then one at um, Guarain. Was it Delta or Bayasa? I, I think I went to both of them. So, you understand now. It was now uh, we, yes, everybody was expecting too much already from you. So obviously, it was a heartbreaking moment for my for my dad. But something really happened. I will share. Um, after like one year of doing my B, uh, and I was really okay. Like I was content with what I had, although I didn't have much. So I normally go to the house, like spend time with my dad and we'll be discussing sometimes if he's at home. So he was like, hey, thank God he did not read engineering. No. Wow. Because uh, let me tell you the truth. I, I kind of like missed a whole lot in new people's life because I used to travel all the time. I didn't. I didn't understand where the, that was coming out from. He said, like, during the early part of our growing up, mm-hmm. that he normally, he normally travels all the time. Like, his job was taking him so many places. He would travel to Amsterdam. He would travel to um, some place in the U.S. He normally make use that to talk you understand mm-hmm. sometimes he will go to money he will spend three months four months without his family you understand yeah so he was like thank god he didn't uh reach engineering because i think it would have been a major problem i uh you'll be facing like trying to fix uh those uh empty moments and getting a family like this now you still have your time you understand and still try to get close to your family so that was all he was telling me and i kind of like liked it because he was being plain okay 
Yeah. He was being plain even till he he's very old right now. Mm-hmm. He's above seventy. Okay, he's close to seventy, not above seventy. So he's he was telling me sometimes that because he walked till sixty something, you understand. So he was still going to work, and he he will be staying in caravans. He said nothing beats coming back home, like to your family. Now you know when you are younger, you'll be chasing money, you'll be chasing all that stuff. You understand? But I think when you're older, you want to be closer to your family. As it is now, um, I think my job gives me a little bit of time so that I can do whatever I want to do. Although there are some trying times, like the one we saw recently where you you and I had to postpone yeah. for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Yes. There are certain times it will come at you like that. So you just have to brace up and eat it up at that moment. So later you can still continue. Let's go back to talking about your business. How long have you guys been in business now? By registration. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is around September, October 2018 that the business was registered. That's almost then, three years now. Yes. Then by being in business, it all started, I'll call it, proper business by 2017 when I was in service, you understand? Mm -hmm. So for someone who wants to start something new because you want to start a new business, what's the advice you're going to give to the person? I'm putting into perspective the work environment where we are. I, I would tell the person to know their stuff, like to really know what they are going into first. Another thing is, if you're asking people in your field about what you're going into, not everyone is quite open to let you know things about that field Mm. because most people are insecure about having to contend with you. Competition. Probably if they know, yes, yes. So I would advise you, ask someone else in a field that is closely related to yours how things would look like in that other field. My business was more of a service kind of business and it it didn't require too much capital. You understand? The only thing you needed then was um, a laptop. I didn't need an office space when starting, but I had a friend. So he offered me his um, office space. He gave me one chair in his office space. So that was my office at that moment. So after every year, I would pay for just sitting in that chair and doing my stuff in his office. So that was just, it was like I rented a chair in his office. (laughs) Very funny. Um, I also had a little setback because... I expected so much from so many people and didn't get the same exact return. I I kind of like sometimes try to call some of my friends so they'll join me. Uh, please, let's 
go and talk to so-so-so people if they would need data analysts. So sometimes you go with them, they wouldn't want to go in with you. And whenever you're going with somebody that is scared of talking, you understand? Mm-hmm. I think it will get to you, like to the, the fear will grip you as well. So what I did was I had to cut off all that. I started going on my own. You understand? To talk to people, to share flyers. In a session, I will share about close to 500 to 1,000 flyers. That was basically one of the challenges. And some of the challenges you meet is people that will talk back at you. Like, there was a time I went and I was like greeting a lady. She was like, so what, what can I do for you? Please get her from here. And people were... That's human sometimes. Yes, people were just looking at her. People I approached earlier were just looking at her and they were like, they came to me. Like, what happened? I said, nothing actually happened. I tried to give her flyers just like I gave you guys. She, they said they are really, really sorry that she's their customer, that they don't know what actually happened. I experienced that a lot. Like, I got that a lot from, sometimes I get it from guys as well. Uh, the guys who tell you that please, 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 you should go. We don't. I don't think we need you in this our class. We we already settled because probably they have somebody. Understand? Mm-hmm. So it was quite challenging breaking in into the market. But as time goes on, I try to see how I can also get people online. You understand? So I made certain posts online. I went to Facebook, I went to Ireland, I went to Twitter, I also went to Instagram, and I started posting. So along the line, I got some good referrals from other schools. One of them is from ABU's area. Like there is no there is no session we don't analyze data for certain ABUs area students. There is no day you won't get uh, an impromptu call from someone that might not even be in Nigeria. You understand mm-hmm. that? Please, I need my data analysis done for me. So it was more like you have already set up this stuff. You understand? Now you're just staying and you wait certain times you get some huge job you understand okay so what was like your driving force i know that money is important of course you don't want to have to have bills that you can't pay but beyond wanting to make money what was it again that was propelling you to go beyond meeting people doing all that involves making it actually work i kind of like saw so many things while growing up we didn't actually grow up uh along the line my dad actually lost his job so things were very 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 tough for us at some point even in that my year three period his company was not paying at that moment too so things were really tough so i just needed to do something you understand i needed to actually do something on my own like so that you can fend for yourself. 
I told you now, before getting into school, I have already had plans of not going back home. And not going back home will mean that, okay, you need to start up something. You need to make you it get, work. Yes, and you need to make it work. I, I, I didn't tell you, I also started the fish pond business. I spent almost 500 to to a million naira on that business and it didn't work. It didn't work. Like, to be frank with you, when I get to our family house now and I see all this stuff, I I kind of like just smile. I just laugh. (laughs) So... In this uh, research aspect, part of the things that have kept us for a very long time is actually trying to give quality. So many times we also have um, certain jobs that I would say we didn't live up to expectations, but we try as much as we can to actually give our very best, you understand? Actually, I'm the face of the company, so you would might not know that I am also working with other people as well because I can't do everything. Okay. You understand? I also have team members, researchers. I also have data analysts in our teams too. But when it's really tough, I'll come in. Before actually getting to this point where you are able to employ other people to help you out and you feel like you've made a bit of progress, did you have that point where you felt like you were not doing enough, like other people who you were in school with, you are doing way better than you? Okay, I think uh, it all boils down to your level of contentment. Mm-hmm. Certain people still do this business I do, but they are not content with it because they live an extravagant life. I had certain rules within myself that guided me through this whole stuff. Even right now, we don't get too much as you think it may be, but it all depends on your level of contentment and how you view spending and how you view money. So you are team focus on yourself, focus on your journey. Don't let the other distractions, the background noise disturb you. Yes, I was actually content with what I was having, although so many of my friends were... We're big guys, you understand? But it didn't really get to me at all because I actually knew my stuff and I knew that one day it's only a matter of time before we get to that moment. So beyond the data analysts, who are you? What kind of person? What do you like? I used to lecture before to be a lecturer. And even while at school, I normally host um free classes for my cosmates in my house when i go back uh from service my first job was as a lecturer immediately i started my masters my first job was as a lecturer i was lecturing in a polytechnic i wouldn't want to call their name because i don't lecture there anymore during that period i knew i really made a huge impact in certain students. It sounds like something because, you want um, to. Yes, yes. I still want to go into lecturing as it stands now. It's a passion for me, actually. You understand? Mm-hmm. Teaching is a passion for me. Especially when I'm teaching what I like or what I love most. 
statistics is like everything for me. That's why going into data science was easy. And data analysis was easy. During my time lecturing, I tried to build like uh, a connection between myself and my youth days. You understand? I tried to understand myself as a student better because I also saw students that were facing so many challenges like we used to face when we were in mm-hmm. school. So it was no longer you now viewing life as uh, a, a very big kind of sphere. You are now viewing life in those children's uh, eyes. Sorry, I'm calling them children. Uh, okay. Students' life, yeah. you understand? Yes, because now I wanted them not to have the same uh, kind of orientation we had going into school. We had the orientation that, okay, you just need to come and uh, go through school make a good grade and go out. That shouldn't be the orientation in going to school these days. The orientation of going to school should be go to school, learn something, connect, connect, connect to as much as you can connect Mm -hmm. to. Connection is one of the major reasons why people should go to school. I'm telling you the truth. If you want to start a business tomorrow... Yeah. I realized that I haven't made as much yeah. friends as I should have. Yes. I, I often have this plan to bring out a post recently that I need to tell students something. When you're in school, you need to put yourself into any organization that is recognized, a recognized body in school where you can also see other people trying to connect, trying to build things or the other. Yeah. You understand? One of them is the Enactus uh, program. Although I missed out on so many of this stuff while I was in school, I wouldn't want somebody that is actually in school now to miss that opportunity. You understand? Find a recognized body that is uh, almost or that is close to you you understand? Or that is close to your department, join them, connect, go to places, uh, go to quiz, go to competitions, mm-hmm. you understand? So that at least you have so many experiences, you have so many, you've seen so many things before you're done with school. Me, I was, uh, I don't know what they call them, a turn, a round table or what? A, I, an, it, or, uh, I, I wasn't all round. I don't know if it's the same thing with my... Uh-huh kind of student yeah. from my house to library from my library to class from class back home yeah, yeah I you understand that was the kind of person i am but i was also kind of like very free with people so that i can talk to anybody i want to you mm-hmm. understand so that triangular kind of movement uh was just so that i would succeed but I, I, I noticed at the long run that it didn't really help. Although it helped you in your securing grade. your studies your very well. But yes, your grades were going up, but it wouldn't help you in at the long run. Because yes, there are certain people you need to talk to. There are certain people you need to meet. You are supposed to see certain people. Yeah. You understand? Like it's, as it is now, 
due to that my triangle kind of movement, although I wouldn't say uh, it is all bad, I now having a business. So many people knew me just because of, okay, this boy, I used to see him in the library. Mm-hmm. You understand? They will now want to approach you through that means. But it shouldn't be how it's what it's supposed to be. It was supposed to be like, okay, I know this, my friend from school. Yes. You get? And not, I used to see this one in school. Yeah. You understand? So I think you need to talk to people to connect the, the synergy in uh, meeting people, like talking to people. That's, that's everything about going to school. School is not just about the degree any longer. It should be about you connecting with people, networking. If you want to start a business, to be frank with you, it should be in the school environment because those people will be your first line of market. You understand? It should be your first line of market. If you create a little bit of market from your class, at least each person... There are some classes that are above 100, some 50, and the rest of them. So if you think of it, if you have 100 people making a post on your behalf because they are your classmates for free, yeah, you get. So you get probably a lot of support from your classmates at that long run uh, because at that point, everybody is just trying to see how things work. Most people in school then, they are just testing the waters. Some of them have never really gone far in their life before. So it's like their first time. They want to try things new. So if you just tell them, please help me and share this stuff. They they don't experience life like an outsider that, okay, okay, for me to share this stuff for you have to yeah, pay me you get they are more open now because actually this my friend is into this business they might put it on their status they might share it on their facebook because you are friends with them at that moment so i think we need to send that out to people to understand that you can do more than just getting a degree in going to school well, so for people in their twenties, I hope that this actually helped. It's important that you stay consistent, that you keep working at it, and it's also important that you network because obviously you cannot do life alone. It's important the people that you also have in your life. Yes. You have to constantly meet people, interact, and also stay consistent in whatever it is you're doing. Thank you so much, Chidiberry, for doing this. Thank you very much for hosting yeah. me as well. So guys, you can subscribe and you can follow us and you can follow him on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? Chidi Rolex. C-H-I-D-I-R-O-L-E-X. All right. Chidi Bye, Rolex. guys.